You're listening to Protect His House on the Armor Up podcast. Our goal is to connect the good news of the gospel with our everyday lives. Here's this week's episode. Welcome to episode three. Thanks for joining us again. I just got back from Colorado, and I don't know if you've ever been on a ski lift, but on the first day that I was there, I got up on the ski lift and was going up a mountain so I could go on this hike. And I'm on the ski lift, and it just kept going up and up, and I felt like it just kept getting higher and higher. And I had this thought, I was like, I hope the people that built this knew what they were doing, because I don't really like heights as it is, and your legs are dangling off of the thing. And just like, man, we were really getting high up this mountain. And the higher and higher we get, the more and more I realize how amazing the view is. I don't know, again, if you've been on one of those things, but I get up to the top of the mountain, and when I look behind me, I just see a ton of mountains around me. And you're so high up, and it's an incredible view. And in that moment, what ended up happening is I just felt extremely small. I just realized how small I really am and how big the world really is. And I started thinking about it, and I was reminded that God created all of that, that we have a huge God that's extremely big, and it makes you feel really small. But then as you reflect on it, as you think about it more and more, what you realize is that the Bible is a story that even though we're extremely small sinners, this huge God that created everything, he knows everything about you and me, yet he loves you and me, and he cares for you and me and all of the details of our lives. And as you reflect on that, it amazes you and it causes you to actually want to follow that God. The Bible calls that humility, and that is a great place to be. And some there's something about getting out of your normal routine slowing down, getting into places like the mountains or the ocean, or getting to see the stars at night, it can really get us to this place where we're blown away by how big God is. And we're amazed that this huge God cares for us and knows us and loves us. And it just does something to us. It's a great place to be. However, if we're being honest, it's extremely easy for us to not feel that way a lot during our normal lives, because it's so easy to be distracted, to be busy with a bunch of things and to not be thinking about these things about God. And I said this in last uh, episode's podcast, but we live in a society that constantly tells us to look at ourselves and our situations more than our Savior. So it's entirely possible to identify with Christianity, call ourselves Christians, yet, if we're being honest, not even really think about God and His Word for an entire day at a time. Now, think about how weird that is in any other relationship. Like, if I were to say, hey, I'm friends with John, and we never hang out. I never really talk to him. Honestly, don't even really think about him, but I would consider us friends. You would say, no, well, that's crazy. I would not call you guys friends. Yet a lot of times it's easy as we get into a school year again and things get busy and we get distracted for that actually to happen, the relationship with God. Now, the problem with that is when that does happen is we can end up believing things that actually aren't true because we're influenced by things other than God in his word. We can also end up valuing and chasing and pursuing the wrong things. We can also end up worrying about things that we really don't need to be worrying about. And the list goes on and on when we don't spend a lot of our time thinking about God in his word. Now, here's the deal. The Bible gives us a way to combat this and to deal with this. The good news is that the Bible addresses us right where we are. There's this really cool word that's used in the Old Testament. It's in Hebrew. I'm going to teach it to you today. It's a cool word. The word is Hagah. It's Hagah. And if you translate that, what it means in English is basically to meditate 
on something. I'm not talking about doing like a yoga position and meditating. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when the Bible says the word meditate, what it means is thinking deeply about something, thinking about it, wrestling with it, dwelling on it, really, really thinking about it, and then thinking about the way that this thing applies to your life. And the reason why is the Bible knows that there is a power to the things that you think about a lot. There is a power to what you really spend your time thinking about and meditating on. Let me give you a few examples. This is in Joshua 1.8. God is getting Joshua ready to go and win a battle, and he's going to need to have courage. And before he tells him to be strong and courageous, in Joshua 1.9, a verse that's very popular, in Joshua 1.8, this is what he tells me. He said, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it. There it is. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have success. So what God is telling Joshua as a leader is, hey, if you meditate on my word, if you meditate on my truth and my scripture, it's going to protect you from what seems right to you, but is not right. If you meditate on my truth, you're going to know what is true. You're going to know what is right. It's going to protect you from believing things that aren't true and that aren't right. This is in Psalm 27, verse 4. It says, is a prayer from David. He says, one thing I have asked from the Lord that I shall seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord. And here it is, to meditate in his temple. So what he's saying is this, is that meditating on who God is and on his word, it's the only thing you would ever ask for if you really knew how amazing it is. Think about that. It's the only thing you would ever ask for if you really knew how valuable and amazing it is. That's what he's saying. It's the greatest treasure to meditate on God in his word. This is Psalm 119, verse 23. This is a cool one that'll apply to school this year. It says, even though princes sit and talk against me, your servant meditates on your statute. So what he's saying is this, is that when you meditate on scripture, it will help you stand firm, even when people around you are not standing firm in the faith. Even if people around you are actually mocking you and talking bad about you or excluding you or rejecting you because of your relationship with God, when you meditate on God and his word, it gives you the strength to stand firm. So we're already seeing just in three quick examples of the power of meditating on God and his word, of really thinking about scripture throughout the day and thinking about how it applies to life. So here's the question I want to give you today as the school year is continuing to get going. It's this, what would it look like to meditate on God and his word this year? What would it look like to really think about, to create this habit throughout the day of knowing and thinking about God and his word this year? When Psalm 1, 1 through 3, it's another great passage, it talks about, I'll let you read it, it talks about meditating on the law of the Lord day and night. It's not talking about the rules part of the Bible when it says the law of the Lord. It's talking about making the whole message of the Bible your rule of life. And here's what I mean by that. I want to end with this. I don't know if you've ever had a song stuck in your head. You probably have, and you may not even want to admit what it is, especially if it's like a Taylor Swift song or something like that. I'm not going to admit to that because this is a public forum. But there have been songs that have gotten stuck in my head, and you know how it is, all day long at those random times, that song will just come in your head, right? And when Psalm 1 and the entire Old Testament is talking about this idea of meditating, what it's saying is that it, God wants the entire story of the Bible to get stuck in your head like a song. And the whole story of the Bible is that this huge God that I talked about earlier, 
became a man in Jesus Christ and loves you and died on a cross for your sins and for mine and now accepts you because of what he did, right? And that changes everything. So when we meditate on that, when we get that stuck in our head all throughout the day, just like it's a song, it changes everything. So what are you meditating on? What are you thinking about a lot? What would it look like for that to become more and more God and his word, and most importantly, the gospel, the message of what Jesus Christ did for you? Let me pray. God, we love you. We thank you for this message today that you invite us to meditate on things that are good, on things that are true, on things that are beautiful, on your love for us. I just pray that we would do that. I pray that we would pay attention this week to the things that we're meditating on, the things that we're thinking about, and we would slowly learn to make our meditations throughout the day on you and that we would get your love stuck in our head like it's a song. We pray that in Christ's beautiful name. Amen.